Welcome, everyone. You're now listening to the Say It With Your Chest podcast. And I'm your host, Mr. Light Skin Key Sweat. Now, on today's episode, you know, I got a very special guest with me. She knows me better than anyone else I know in the world. You know, that's probably why we bump heads a lot. She's seen me through all my highs and lows. She's been one of my biggest supporters, I guess, over the years. Um, she had my back more than not, I guess. You know, and I thought it was fitting with Mother's Day and my birthday being on the same day this year that I, I bring my mom on for, you know, the last episode of season two, last week of Friends Week, Friends and Family Week. I just thought it would be great to have a good Candy conversation a little bit with my mom. So welcome, mom. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for supporting me as always. I'm glad you're here. You're welcome. Thank you for responding uh, to my question. Um, This is a talking kind of thing. You know, hey, look, I know I haven't always been um, the easiest of a kid to deal with. You know, I got a big mouth, I guess. That's why I got a podcast now. So, you know, it's all kind of fitting at this point. But I always wanted to ask you, you know, how gratifying a little bit is it seeing your son be a father and go through some of the ups and downs, I guess, that I go through that maybe I've put you through similar things or... You know, from the emotional standpoint, I I feel like I was always a little bit of an emotional kid. You know, again, always having something to say, always being opinionated. Um, That's not always, you know, something you see in guys. So, you know, and and as I'm going through certain things with my daughter, you know, I, I always like to see there's some consistencies, you know, because at the end of the day, we're all kind of genetically connected a little bit. So, you know, I've always kind of wondered, you know, from a grandparent's point of view, who, who's also a mom, you know, how has that kind of translated in your eyes? Well, first of all, you wasn't always, you might've talked, but you wasn't so talkative to me um, until you maybe got in your senior year of high school. Other than that, um, you followed all this very well with me. So this didn't start till later in life. <laughs> and so let's get that clear. Because <laughs> uh, we might have been fighting, okay? <laughs> but um, I'm very, uh, very fond of you. You grew up to be a, you know, great uh, young man. Very proud. And he wants the best for your daughter. And but sometimes I think you have to take a step back or a seat back and just watch him grow a little bit. As long as you're doing what you're supposed to do for him, and they doing they making the good grades, keeping their hygiene up and stuff, 
I think everything will fall in place. Um, so I wish you would kind of lay off a little bit, but that, that's my one and only granddaughter. So that's my other little world besides my daughter. Um, I hear you. You know, the thing about it is, you know, you know, you always want to try to be there and support them just like you've tried, you know, when we didn't know no better, you tried to do better for us or put us in positions, even though we might not fully understand, you know, as a parent, I just think that's the responsibility. And sometimes everybody involved won't always understand that. And so for me, I've always kind of taken a position on, you know, parenting as everyone not going to like it, you know, but if you really believe, if you think you have a plan, if, you know, in the long run, It'll work out. The bigger plan, they'll see the vision and then people will come back and say, "Ah, okay, I see now what you was doing, why you did. You know, we didn't always understand everything, but you did it anyway. You know, and we didn't have the kind of voice a lot of these kids are being provided, you know. We did as we were told a whole lot more than it was a sit back and have a conversation and and we allow a kid to kind of influence, you know, so to some degree, I mean, I'm going off of what I've seen work, but only because, again, it's because kids won't understand all the way, no matter how smart they are, no matter how old someone is. If you have not experienced something sometimes, you just won't get it. You're still stuck more so in, I don't believe it's going to be like that. Well, a lot of times, you know, the world's not how we believe it to be until we're kind of in it. So, you know, it's not easy. I don't think it was easy parenting me and my sister. I know we're both different, you know, so, you know, it's not one way to do something. Um, And as a parent, I think it is your right to be able to stand on your foundation that you want to put on your child and live with whatever results come and take full responsibility. If your kid don't turn out well, you see kids out here, they're not that bright. But as a parent, if my kid not that bright, I got to take responsibility for that. You know, they got my genes and maybe the level of effort of work that I put in to help them make them be better didn't help them <laughs> along with countering some of them genes, so. Well, I, I, I just think parents have, have it hard because you want the kid, a child to have better than what you had, more than what you had and um, have. So, but you can't push them too much because I've seen some good kids go bad. Mm. I've seen some kids that look like wasn't going to make it turn out to be great. So it's it's really kind of hard, and you really just got to play around with it. Yeah, trial and error. I mean, yeah. you said, damn if you do, damn if you don't. I mean, so I'm not going to win regardless. You know, my whole thing is not, it's not about me. No, it's not, but you can't have your, you can't really stand up on a kid so hard. You know, if, if they're making good grades and they're not talking back to you, they 
conduct in school is great. I did not want y'all all. I did not. But I think too, though. And you, you feel that I, I, I should have been hard on. Yes, you. I do feel like that. But, but that is a. a that's cool, and I, I think you did all you could do based on the circumstances. You worked, you know. We had to be by our grandparents. Daddy worked, so to some degree, you were limited based on the circumstance. I made sure to not be as limited. I made sure to learn from maybe what. Not that anything was done wrong, but it's just looking back. Man, a little extra discipline, a little extra oversight would have turned some some bees or some things that I kind of halfway did or some stuff I thought was all right, but just not the extra double checks, turned them grades from being B's to A's a lot of time. And sometimes when you're applying for schools, when you're applying for scholarships, that is the determining factor. Like, it seems like that one point, two point don't mean anything. But two plus two is four. Four plus four is eight. Eight plus eight is 16. And then numbers keep going up, you know, no matter how slowly. And sometimes it's just what you want, you know, out of life. Every successful person you've seen, it didn't just come easy. They, But they had to grind. They had to study. They had to practice. Nobody just woke up and they were just successful. You know, so for me, it's like, okay, look where I'm at. I'm doing pretty well. I like where I'm at. But wow, this is with no real push push, you know. This is not with like, yeah, nobody's on your neck and your ear constantly riding you, giving you. Don't mean it's all negative. I mean, it could be positive enforcement. But. That push, that belief, and that support sometimes go a little further, you know. If I take a softer approach with Bailey, we might have not won a few of them tournaments, you know. We might have not had the extra practice that we was putting in. That no, This is not required. It's extra. That extra sometimes gets you over the hump faster get you to correct the mistake that you're making a whole lot faster. And look, either way, your approach, my approach, again, I think sometimes differences, sometimes we think they're not right. A one is right, one is not right. A one is more right than the other. And I don't think that's the case. I think circumstances, I have friends who travel a lot, don't mean they're not great parents, but it also means that maybe some areas that they would push more in for their kids. They can't do because they at work. And maybe you leaving that to somebody else to do. Maybe they're not built the same as you. So I've just always kind of wanted to take a little different of a position on that. Look, I, I like what it is. I'm cool with whatever result come from it. I really am because it's not about me. But then as I, I, I'm sitting here with you and I'm, I'm thinking about it, I come from a family of 10 children. Mm-hmm. Mom and dad, my mom didn't work. So somebody was, an adult was home all the time. Mm-hmm. And to me, we had nobody out of the 10 kids, nobody was molested, no, n- nothing went, wasn't supposed to happen. Right. 
And I'm, I'm very thankful for that. So I think with, with us being so close-knitted, I, I just went to work and made sure y'all did what y'all had to do. And y'all went to a few sleepovers and right. stuff like that. But I didn't want nobody messing with my kid. I mean, it takes a village to raise. It, t- it take a village. And it took a village then, kept it in-house. You didn't have to go in, oh, well, here go this babysitter off the computer or raised, you know, based off of somebody's recommendation, a babysitter in the neighborhood or some lady you barely know. No, these are people who you really related to. These are your grandparents, your aunts and uncles, your godparents. So, no, you definitely got to pick who you let watch your kid, even if they are related to you. It worked out, you know, nonetheless. And if I would have lived in the same state where my family was, I think it would have been tremendous support for me. However, that wasn't the case and it still worked out good. You know what I mean? You just have to make those type of adjustments. And I think too, you know, the world is not soft out there. It does not really give us a lot of chances to make mistakes. You know what I mean? Look at the whirlwind. Great transition. Look at the whirlwind. You know, we need tons of police reform. They're not protecting and looking out for black and brown men and women out there. They're not treating us equal. You know, and so it's like, how do you raise children? This world's always kind of been like this, but you got it more on TV. You see it more now. It's in your face every day. So it's constant reminders when before you kind of could block it out a little bit, maybe the big stuff wasn't happening. You know, let me ask you, you know, I always was out and about, you know, whether it was church activities in middle school, I was always active in something in in church, Um, sports, you know, had family and friends always visited and hung out with and then as i got older starting to drive i remember you you never liked for me to really drive you never really liked for me to be gone especially late at night can you speak to some of the your worries as a mom back then because i think for parents now it's the same Right. There was police back then. There was crime back then. There were drugs back then. There was things you didn't want your son to be around, activities and things you didn't want to happen, you know, to want to protect. How was that back then? Well, in your, um, I think it was your maybe freshman or sophomore year of college, you I, I, I would tell you, um, man, look, if you're going out, if you're on campus, sleep over at somebody's room or whatever like that. Don't be coming home at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning because the police just sitting out there waiting on something. So to me, to not get caught up like that, stay where you're at. Don't get on that highway. They stop you for the anything, you know, and harass you like that. And they just want to push your button so you can say something that you're not supposed to. So that 
was my comfort, you know, because I, I, I stayed up till you got there, you know. You know, because you had a lot of brothers, you know. Did you have any no. encounters? Did they have any encounters? No. Back then, it wasn't that. Because I, I didn't really seem like New Orleans was different. I've been in a lot of different states. Ooh, and Jefferson Parish. Right. Not New Orleans. Well, I mean, it but was it was a, the West Bank was a little different. You know, it was smaller. People knew each other. It seemed like they, it was um, a nice, diverse side of town. Um, some, you think that's what played a part that limited some of that? I think so. But, but my mom put fright in us and told us that if you went to jail, she ain't know nobody. She wouldn't put in the house up. <laughs> don't, don't use your last, your first call on her because she wasn't coming. <laughs> Mm. So nobody got in trouble out of them 10 kids. My brother father was, Ronnie was about uh, 20-some years old and might have got pulled over um, by the police. Mm -hmm. She made that one call and she hung up her phone. <laughs> my daddy said, who that is? She said, that was Ronnie. Mm -hmm. And he got up. But she, you know, and it was only just a traffic stop, you know, nothing... No, no drugs, no nothing like that there. So, um, but they didn't believe in that. Mm. So you wouldn't get in no trouble. Yeah. At all. Well, I mean, it, it worked out because I mean, we didn't, y'all didn't, you know, we definitely was blessed that way. You know, I think there's, of course, there's tons of things you don't know, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. So right, 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 right. And I went and Ray didn't go as much, you know. Um, so I, I get that. And, you know, that's the thing, I guess, by having a girl, with me having a girl, you know, it's not easy. It's different. It's different because, you know, there's just different things that society say is cool for men and and, and not as cool for women or vice versa in certain areas. Mm -hmm. To me, that's not true. It shouldn't be differences. Right, mm -hmm. really. And because, like I said, I, I, you know, they said men was dogs. I got old, I found out there's some female dogs. You know yeah, know I mean? so, yeah. Um, it don't, it ain't just one. Right, 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 right. Now, as a kid, you know, I always wondered this, and it's always made me, you know, be scared now since I never experienced this, but, you know, you never let us have a pet. You know, still to this day, at almost 36 years old, I don't really do well with pets. I, I'm still scared of animals. Um, you know, I've dated someone who had two dogs and I've never really touched them. I wouldn't pet them. I wouldn't put the leash. I wouldn't do like I was. It's just a I and I've learned it's truly all based on your exposure and your comfort level. And if you you until you have that to get over the fear of rubbing and touching and, you know, you see on TV, people be playing in their mouths and it's it just something about that. Why we couldn't have no pet. Really? Black, black and brown 
but they were outside. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think they have dogs outside. Now they say it's almost not right to leave them outside these days. Cause uh, uh, I'm the only dog inside. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I took care of the house. It didn't make sense to get a third person to have to take care. Well, now you no you created me to be the same way because I'll be saying the same thing. You know, I'm like, well, that's another bill. That's another amount. Right. You know, you got to have a nursery for the Yeah, yeah. It's a bill. It's a whole nother. It's like having another kid. You might well have another kid if you're going to get a pet. Yeah. You know, so I, I get it. It just. Just letting you know. And I get. Oh, well, look, I'm going to try to not have my kid be afraid. I don't know how we're going to break this, you know, because for me, it's really more of the responsibility piece because it's just like you say, it's another mouth to feed. You know, they take shots. They go to the doctors. Yeah. They eat. Yeah. You got to take them to bed. Like it's really a kid that will never grow up to be able to take care of themselves. And for me, that ain't how <laughs> I need. I need independence in my house, in my life. I need people to be able to be that way. You know, so as, as children, you know, we weren't always on the smaller side, you know. Um, but one thing I've always told people is that we always look nice. You know, we always carried ourselves well. We always made sure we had good quality in terms of our, our clothing. Speak to some of that. You know, that's that's always been your foundation on not really just buying from anywhere not just you know you you care about what the store you brand lawyer with macy's dealers nordstrom's you know you like a name out here you know what i mean and you understand you that quality lasts you got stuff you've bought for years just like me i got tons of stuff but because i've kind of been with the same two three companies that i found my little comfort in but they last and it's quality and, you know, it's more of an investment than I've looked at. Was that something you kind of was looking at? Well, um, I started working about 16 years old mm -hmm. and um, I worked at uh, Dave Charms and that was a high end store. Mm -hmm. and one time um, I bought my school clothes to go back to school that year and I had an outfit on another girl had the same outfit I said, oh. And from then on, well, I started shopping at Dave mm -hmm. And that, I think my stuff it came from Barnett or something like that. But uh, not to say you can buy something that's only for you. That I, I didn't take it like that. I just didn't want um, I wanted more quality mm. clothes. But my stuff come on and came on sale because I used to pay regular price for my clothes until I had you. Mm -hmm. And um, but then, you know, I have to take the back seat to your dress. Right, right, and, right. Uh, for so your children. You're right. Right. And um, so then you start, I start finding sales at the high end store. So. Cause they don't sell. Look, I had some husky pants. I mean, you're not just going on the rack all the time and seeing your sizes when when kid even in kids ages you know it and you got to go look so, uh, you know make some dresses for rain mm -hmm. so that was a big help uh, also it was hard to walk in the but, but, but you was a bus driver yeah you know and before i transition to that let's get into how you became one and why 
you know, for some reason, I believe you was driving even before that. For some reason, I, I felt like it was like driving trucks or something for somebody. Felt like it was a beer company. I did. I drove for like a couple months or something. Uh huh. Okay, right before that. Yeah. Uh huh. I remember. Driving the school bus, which uh, my father-in-law. Mm-hmm. And um, his brothers drove the school bus, and I said, "I could do that." Mm. And I went for it. He showed me, took me around. My father-in-law. Yeah. Was that a? I always thought that was um big, because it wasn't really. It's not a pro- profession that everyone gets to see. You know, wind up being one of the better professions going around based on the schedules. Yes, yes. Because you your kids in school and you're all when they all right. So which not all the time that was for me because you all went together. Right, right, right. But at the same time, but I you got breaks. Drive. You got breaks. Summer, you know you had summers on. Right. I could y'all be at home, I could do my route, I could come back, you know what I mean. Pop in at school for things, meetings, right. conferences. Right. So, I mean, it worked out to not have to have a, per se, nine to five straight straight where you couldn't. You had tons of flexibility, which seemed to have helped for all them ways, you know. And so you say, you know, seeing people look like you doing something like that, because that was was that popular for women back then. I mean, we're talking maybe 20 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, but they had a few. Okay. Seem like right, 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 right. Yeah, because it was male dominated back then. Yes, they had a few. Right. Okay. Yeah, I just thought that was just you know the consistent money that it made. Um, like I said, the scheduling to have the summers off. I mean, look, I, I've been working at my company for twelve years. Well, ain't no summers off. You know what I mean? So to be able to be and to have kids, you know, that seemed to help a family if you happen to have one um you know to help support that you know so being around children you know to me i've always you always came home with stories it was always a what you shouldn't be doing based on what somebody based on what somebody's bad children doing who riding the school bus you know I always knew again because we were a little more heavier in size, you know, husky, er, you know, like I said, I always felt like you, you, you put an emphasis on making sure that we always was together, you know, had our stuff together, looked apart, clean. This is the things you see from some bigger folks sometimes is okay. They don't always smell fresh all the time. You know, sometimes they don't, wear clothes that's fitting for their size what was your thought behind that you know i mean was there anything about that because i mean every parent not they they cool with wearing letting their kids wear their tight stuff sometimes and they ain't always appealing you know that was never well you you don't want your daughter shape showing we 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 wasn't no girls like that Mm -hmm. well our clothes were so tight on us, you know, showing everything. Mm-hmm. So more conservative. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You had to I wonder 
you know, what's going on over there. You have to look, you know, you we didn't just show you what we had. I mean, you learn now to with the times we're in, you learn that men be looking. Yeah, everybody looked. Everybody looked, but 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 men don't care. I mean, your eyes gonna look. Yeah, but it's it's different because we, look, we watch we watching right now Aretha. We watching a little show on Hulu right now Aretha, and I didn't know that about Aretha. You know, I didn't know she had that baby that young. You know, and did she do something? Does anybody do something? No, but it don't mean that somebody older than you is not looking. Yes, and being at that age. And, you know, you said it, not necessarily allowing your children to go be by everybody alone. You know, you got to kind of be there or somebody, you know, and unfortunately, sometimes things happen when we trust in some people that maybe we shouldn't be trusting. Um, So I completely understand to some degree, you know, things going to happen, how they going to happen. But. You know, you don't have to help. You know, you could try to be as, you know, some not. And, and people going to do what they want. They're watching the TVs. They want to, you know, be hip. And But then I think some parents, see, we was raised back in the day where kids didn't sit in our conversation. Mm. Our, their, my mom and them company was their company. Mm-hmm. You, you had to go in the back, mm-hmm. go outside. Um, the day the kids know what the parents saying and, you know. And Talking in front of them, watching yeah, the same yeah, TV shows. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think I am definitely a, a little bit more of an old school type of parent. I don't talk on the phone around my daughter. I don't like the ones. If it ain't kitty cartoon, a character, I don't really be <laughs> liking that. You know, and even though they got certain storylines that's that's somewhat taking it a little further than what I'm like. Yeah, they be incorporating some of this new new these new topics, and I ain't always the best of a fan of that. So now we're here, you know, coming from being a bus driver for however many years that was, 15, 20 years, you know, and now being retired from from driving the bus, you know, now you also retired from driving kind of sort of like all the way. It's like when you stop driving the bus, you said, I don't want to drive no more. You know, what brought on that? I think that kind of surprised us all i remember talking to gay one time and she was like i didn't know your mom stopped driving i'm like yeah it's been going on for like three years now like she really don't drive and it's not just because the vehicle is not at the house like it's you know i i just being someone who always was the one driving and would drive back and forth by herself with two children to atlanta you know, two, three times a year, you know, we would get on the road and, and drive eight hour, you know, with minimal stops. That's where I get it from to not want to make no stops along the way. You know, we had the snacks and the drinks and it wasn't drinking too much. It was the one or two stops based on what vehicle we was in and based on when it, it required us to get gas. But we went south sightseeing. We were trying to get on the road and off the road. You believed in driving first thing in the morning to be able to not waste all your trip on the road. Um, but now to come to this day and, and to just 
not want to drive, like not want to get behind the wheel. Um, of course, I know things move fast and we slow down a little bit, but you know, what brought some of that on? My uh, knee surgeries, um, both can I have both my knees? Mm -hmm. uh, done, and it's, it's I, I guess it doesn't feel right. Yeah, you know, and I, I see how fast the people going, and knowing they can't stop the yeah, yeah, you can't be a nervous driver out here in this world today. Nah, you you can't you can't be scared. You 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 can't. You know, it's it's not like you say. It's it's not. These vehicles don't just slow down. Um, there's you know, it's not a lot. That if something happened, it, it can be bad. And, and and the thing about it is, I've been in several accidents, but they all was from behind. Mm. So that could play a part in it too. Mm -hmm. I had a lady to run in the back of my bus last time, and she told her her car mm. in the neighborhood, mm. which was only twenty miles an hour. <laughs> so I think maybe that it since you you know which which you questioned me about it. Yeah. Um, I might put it on that. You know what I mean? Because come on, I'm in this big bus, and and she told my bumper. Right. Getting back in the regular car now, nah. you ain't got the same kind of power and control no more. You go out there and slang that bus and make a few mistakes and still make it home. Yeah, yeah. Now, now you can't you can't slang them cars the way he was slinging that bus. No, I get it. You know, look, I being on this pandemic for me, you know, I've been working from home, so I don't drive to school. Out, me and my kid, we walk to school. You know, I don't have to go to work. You know, so for me, when I started to kind of get back out a little bit and I got on the freeway um, a couple months ago, you know, it was a little nervous. Like, so I get what you're saying. Like, it's I'm like, oh, I've been driving on regular streets. I ain't even been on the freeway. Got on the freeway and they I thought it was 70. They going 90 out here, you know. <laughs> so, you you know, you you got to get get yourself back comfortable. Um, you know, one of my fears I've. You know, like you driving all throughout life, driving far, you know, but I have a fear about deer. Like them deer that be on the side of the road, you know, especially at night when you can't see them. They be out there during the day sometime too, early in the morning, but you can at least see them. But at night you can't see them and they might cross on you. So look, Couple months ago, me and Chuck, I, that night we finally went. I hadn't been nowhere and I had to get on the freeway. We get out. We had good time. We driving back. We had just left and we on the road. We hadn't got on the freeway yet. It was just a road. And when I say literally about three deer jumped in front, the car in front of us. And just out the blue, and I'm like, it wasn't even that late. It was like eight thirty, you know. But it was dark, and that's when you know. But that's always been when I say I am a little more afraid at night, um, because especially staying high, staying the outskirts, you know, they tearing down woods and forests and, and removing, you know, animals' homes in order to build properties. And they still out here somewhere, you know, so 
Um, we saw deer barely tell you we were driving in our neighborhood after church. I mean, after um, bowling one day. And that was about 830 and a little baby deer was just skipping through our neighborhood. And I'm literally like, Bailey, like, bruh, bruh. <laughs> she like, I, you were staying by Ray that week. She was like, I think I'm gonna need to go by, by Granny and TT. And I'm like, uh, wait, don't you have to go inside? Tomorrow's a school night too. You gotta get your stuff. How you gonna make that happen? And so we stood in the car for about 10, 15 minutes. We we looked, cause we didn't know it went behind the house okay. on, on the left side. So we didn't know if it was gonna come back out on the other side, which is my side. So we out in the car, we weren't even in the driveway. We just parked on the side seeing. And then I'm like, look, B. So I said, I pull up the camera to see what the backyard looking like. Don't see nothing. She like, look, I think we could make a run for it. <laughs> you know, and then we had stuff to get out the trunk. And <laughs> but then she really ain't gonna want to come outside the <laughs> every time Bailey leave the house right now, since then she be peeping. It'd be middle of the day, but you know, they're more nighttime animals. Like I said, I I, I was a little, you know, afraid because it seemed like you see on the road and you see animals getting hit because they tried to cross and some type of vehicle and ran them over or whatever like that. The 18 wheelers that be out late, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it make you nervous. So I definitely understand, you know, how someone can go from driving a certain way and then changing up how they driving and then have some more hesitancy, you know? So, but look, I know you got, you make 30, Seven years of marriage this year. <laughs> right. And, you know, I think you can give some, a different perspective, I should say, to women who, you know, starting out being married, who want to be married, you know, about, I guess, what it takes. Because it's an uphill battle. It's, it's going to be all over the place. You're going to have all kinds of things come your way, you know. In relationships, you know, you got money issues, you got, you know, you got parenting stuff. You got you name it, you could go through it, you know, and to still make it 37 years with all the ups and downs is still an accomplishment. You know, again, there's always there's always, you know, the ups and downs and ain't nothing perfect, you know. And, and not everything is always ideal in, in fairy book. Right. Even if it look it. But again, I think that's what the younger generation or people who have not experienced that need to know. Because they see one thing, but you're an outsider looking in. Right. You don't know nothing but what somebody show you. Mm -hmm. And to some degree, it could be misleading. Because yeah. you looking at it, oh, look how perfect they stuff is. I want what they got. Then they in the news and now they situation wasn't that good. Now they're not together. Now you scratching your head wondering, well, I was trying to be like them. No, no, no. You have to take a little bit from them, a little bit from somebody mm. else. And you, piece, you make it yours. Make it yours. Make yeah. It yours. yeah. Find your I, way. I could, I could go back from the beginning. I was grown before I started dating. And, um, you know, you see on, on the um, little cards how people walking in the rain and all kind of jump well i ain't never been walking in the rain mm -hmm. that was misleading right there right you know so 
Well, it's a, it's a give and take, and you have to pick your battles. Big picture stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's work, just like you go to your job, just like you, you know, work with your kids and everything. You have to work with that, so. And you can't crowd one another. Mm. You, know, you have to have space. Okay. So you, people need to be able to do their things outside of each I other sometimes. Everybody should have a, a, a life. Okay. You know, you, you have yours, they have theirs, then you come together. Right. Then we have ours. Right. right. And I think that's an important. Which right. I wasn't a going person, so I was satisfied at home. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I had a husband that liked to go and stuff, and it was okay with me because. Right. I was always able to go and do as I want. So. It always did seem like y'all had a good understanding about what y'all was cool with. You know, it, it. I'll give y'all that whether that was something I like or what I would want for mines. But I felt like I've always told people it was just different. <laughs> you know, he cooked. You know, even though you might have did some cooking early on, I say okay, early on. But late in life, the the amount of years, most of them. <laughs> He was the cook, you know. Well, well that's what I'm saying. Them roles, them roles reverse. Women don't do that. Women don't don't be outside. I, it. I had a husband that worked sixty or more hours a day, mm. nonstop, seven days a week, oh. rotating okay. schedules. That's right. right, right. So to me, to be able and have somebody to look at when they come home off a shift like that to say, oh, you got to put the garbage out or you got to change the light bulb or you got to hang this picture. I did that myself. Right. You know, so to I would have been mad if I got to go to work and now I got to come home and you owe me about doing something. Those amount of hours? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't have handled that well. So, which I came into my marriage being very helpful though. You know, and so I, I didn't have a problem washing cars, cutting grass, planting my flowers, trees, whatever. I really did not have a problem. Very homebound, did what I had to do. Yeah, I mean, it, it is always balance, you find, yeah. you know, balance between you yeah. and your partner. Right. It's not necessarily the outsiders. You can't have everybody in your business telling you things because they're not going to do the, They're not there to do the work. Right. You know, it's just going to be y'all two who going to have to do this or do that. You know, and, and like I said, it definitely looked like you allowed him to, okay, go make the money. Right. Go here, work. And that, if that required him out, it's cool. I'm going to handle handle the stuff here. Right. You know, and so if you got to understand, that's why I tell people, I learned firsthand that if both sides have a real good understanding and they cool with the roles, it don't matter what nobody else thinks. It don't matter how it looked to anybody. You know, so... And I can tell you that my mom told us that there were five things a man was going to do. Mm. And he was going to either do drugs, um, gamble, drink, run women, and um, can't think of that, that filthy one. But he take your pick. Um, so you, you know, you, you know what you, <laughs> well, I mean, you, before you get married, you know what you have, you know what I mean? What you have, you got to know who you're dealing with. Right. So, um, you, they're going to have something, some kind of hang up. Well, I mean, it, you know, and, and you're saying something cause everybody got something. Yeah. Everybody 
everybody going everybody bringing some 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 stuff to the table too you know male and female you know there might have been the five things that men might bring you know you ask a man she ain't tell you what the women bringing you i bet huh granny what granny wasn't telling you both sides of the story huh i see i see how women back then weren't weren't really trying to tell so yeah, you know she ain't really go nowhere. I get that. So you see why I could sit in the house and it don't bother me. Right, right, right. I mean, no, but we're truly, we are who we are based on our experiences, based on what we've seen, and if it worked, we added that to the. Oh, I'm gonna do that. You know, I'm gonna try it at least. And if it, you weren't, you you did some things from you know not much, but you worked. You worked, and then you was a parent. You know, and you ripping around with, with us. Right. So we stayed doing something. So, and that's the thing. Like, I'm constantly doing something with Bailey because she got her own life right. that ain't just school and come home. And so, you know, you, you have to be able to make time, you know, and depending on the level of a parent, you want to be really determined, determine how much activity you have. Right. You know, speak to, you know, your, your, your foundation about family, you know, I mean, you both got two different philosophies behind, you know, interacting with family. And, you know, I know you put family on a little bit of a pedestal. You know, not that they can't do no wrong per se, but that maybe there's a little more forgiveness that way. Um, But I know you always have kind of talked about the importance of, you know, wanting to kind of try to stick together as best as you can you'll say oh well it's just two of y'all you know y'all gotta be better y'all gotta work on this you know it was 10 of y'all oh, yeah. you know i couldn't imagine having more than just that one i got i don't know what i would do with who i am right. it's just enough room for just huh right. tell you, none of us what the, the mom my mom was because everybody had two mm. or one kid right you know, I mean, now my brothers had kids, but they had them laid on in, in life, you know, so right. um, that's the difference in them. But my sisters only two of them had one kid and everybody else had two. Mm. It is important. You have to forgive. You, you know what I mean? If you, you know, I don't know, Some sometimes people set out to do things, but not every time. And to me, we, we could, we had to listen to one another. That's how it was brought up. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a lot of talk back and going on because we had a lot of eye looking. Once they put their eyes on you, you went on and did what you were supposed to do or asked to do. Um, so we had to get along. Y'all didn't have spats? I mean, you you talking about we all them kids? So y'all just was was like great said, with each I, other. I remember my second oldest sister asking me to get her shoes. And I looked at her like, I'm not getting them shoes. And I, my eyes fell in my daddy's eyes. I fell down and got them shoes. Mm. Just like that. No no worries was passed or nothing. Well, y'all had issues when they weren't around. He had work. And, well, mom was always there, I guess. because she Right, right. She so, worked from so, home. No, we I mean, she didn't work from home. She was always home. She didn't work. So, so that's how y'all rules went? That's how it was for That Man, we watched him catch a bunch of women before. Uh, they kind of stopped with them when we came along. Oh. That's three of them. 
But before that, all the other ones, if one got in trouble, they all got in trouble. So basically, he said everybody responsible for everybody yeah, doing right. That's right. That's right. So if that was the difference in that. But we've stuck together, you know. Right. Um, now, we, we, now, after my mom and dad passed, I mean, you know, I, I was a terrible one. Me and myself, you didn't do me no anything. Mm. Me and my brother. Oh, I get that I from you, you know. We turned some furniture over in the house and stuff. You mm. know? So, yeah, but I still love it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's how I feel. I still got love for people, but I just don't. I just don't mess with them no more. No, but you know, if they call me and whatever, mm-hmm. and then we come back, and it was all good. Right, 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 right. Well, look, you spoke. You know, in in the end, you know, you you spoke about you know your love for your grandbaby. You know, and yes, I do. You know, your grandbaby got you out here in, in Georgia right now. You know, you 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 heard our feelings, and and you had to come come on and 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 come back and spend some some quality time. You know, tell me how I feel being a grandparent. You know, because you you definitely not the same parent you was. Your foundational uh, rules and and requirements ain't the same. Like we, I'm trying to be like you was to me, and you nothing like you was. <laughs> All right, but still, you still don't them same rules that I, I got a couple. I, 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 could, I could go back when I got off from work when I had the eight-hour job. Yeah, I think it was eight. And I, I get off from work. I go by mom to pick you up. You're not ready to go. And now mom, she got to fix you something to eat. She got to do this. She got to do it. And I'm like, I'm ready to go. Right. I, I done been gone all day. Y'all knew I was coming. You know, and so, well, well he could spend the night. Mm. Now I got to go home. It's okay, cause I can go home. Now I got to pack your clothes for your your. your and I ain't doing school all that. The day, school of art. Right. You know, and, but that was the difference. You was just around the corner. Right. Right. Know? Right. So it wasn't as bad because I had to come out. Your dad had to come out from where we live. You know, to bring you something. You know, the big going to work. But we used that to our advantage back then, and y'all knew that. Like no. I yeah, oh well. You know oh well, I mean, we sure but, did. <laughs> we we ain't had to go if we ain't want to go. We Ray, Ray, Ray went to summer school camp and I dropped Ray off and before I could finish the route, um mom called and said, uh, I'll pick Ray up for stomach. Yeah, she don't want like, to She don't like camp. And so it happened two, three days in a row. I said, Mom, that, that girl's stomach don't hurt. And, right. Well, she don't have to go. Right. So that that's the kind of grandmother y'all had. Oh, and that's what you're trying to be, huh? You're trying to be that type well, of I only catering grandparent. That's, huh? all, that's oh. all I love She was she did anything for y'all, and I'm here to do anything for her. Well, I appreciate that, you know, and I, you know, I'm I'm glad to see you in that role. I know we're gonna bump heads a lot because, you know, I see a different vision for, and I think sometimes some extra push gonna get her over the hump and get her just some some opportunities that maybe not pushing got me you know i think i did well you know i just think that a little extra push i might have been in some more advanced classes earlier on i might no you were i said er, earlier on from from sophomore year in 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 high school you had advanced we paid you was in higher achievement program we paid extra 
besides the tuition we was paying mm. for you to be in higher education. And I get that. And I, I see some of those things, but I think it's still a little different, you know, especially now, you know, and I just think sometimes getting to that level, there's like 20, 30, 40 more levels, you know, and it's like sometimes we get to a level and we look at that as like some sort of achievement or success, not knowing that that's just a step going toward the other steps. And for me, I think I, I don't never want to just get comfortable, especially at the young age she's at, because we have so much time to see where else we could go with it. You know what I mean? Because, again, there's opportunities everywhere, you know, but it's competitive and you have to be able to step. You have to be able to bring something to the table that's going to make you stand out. You used to tell me. You have to be 10 times better. You know, you can't just be a little bit better. And for me, in order to be 10 times better, you got to put in 10 times the work. Well, I understand where you're coming from because of your degrees, her mama degrees. Mm -hmm. You understand? So that put her y'all on a different level than what we were. Right. So I do understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, She's excellent. She's excellent. Don't get me wrong. Excellent. But unfortunately, you know, I think I was excellent. I just, I think, I think me and Ray can, can fully show you that. I think we were really, really good kids. Like we were really, really good and grades wise. We didn't cut up. It wasn't really no drama. And we just still just good, you know? And for me, yeah, I think I could fall back and she turned out just good. But if you want more than good for somebody, that comes with a little work. You know, any any little athlete out here, anyone who didn't made it, they had to put in a little bit more work to be a little bit more than good. That's all. And I think that's just my. I think it, that's what's required. Right. I, I that's all. Anybody on television, right. um, singing, right. sports, whatever, I think they put in a lot of that. That's all. And I, I get it. It's your person and she don't always understand that, sir. Yeah. If she was all on board, you would be on board. But when she not on board, well, she don't have to today. <laughs> and it's like, hey, we don't need the bad habits in here. You know? Oh, man. Well, I'm glad you're here because somebody need to rub them, I guess. You know, so look, Deborah, I appreciate you for being here, being here to be a grandmother. Um, I definitely asked for that a long time ago. So to see it come together, it's uh, it's good to see for me. Um, you know, and I appreciate you being on the podcast. And but one, one, one other minute I want to throw in there. I just thought of it. Um, you, you have a loving mom that treats everybody special mm. everybody and when i say everybody that's my nieces nephews any of your friends ray friends anybody come around me because i work with kids and i don't have rules for my kid and um other rules for other people kids they all straight across the board mm. now y'all never understood that about still don't understand that. but that's just me. And that's fine. That yeah. brought a lot of just bumps in the head. Working with kids, you have to love kids. That's cool. You can love kids yes. as long as you're not loving, as long as you're not doing something for someone else. 
that I've could never took from you all. But the thing about it is, you know, you learn all the time is about how you how you make someone feel, you know. And as much as I don't really care about feelings as much, I'm not not aware of them when they're brought to me. I have even though I don't attend, intend to do certain things, I do. And when somebody bring it to my attention that they did something or that I did something to them that, you know, I didn't intend to do or that I have to apologize. I have to own it. I can't just, well, I wasn't meaning to like, and if I keep doing that, you know, then I might need to make a change if that's what they keep telling me. They feel that way. I've always just felt like, you know, yes, you was very, very nice to anyone I've ever brought around friends, uh, classmates, anyone, you know, but sometimes I, I have felt as though, you know, not that anyone was ever more than me, but that people was right there, right there next door, you know, right. We was equivalent a little bit. And for me, I, I always want there to be a true distinguished. I don't never want my daughter to think that I, I treat anyone else just as good as her. And I don't mean I treat anyone bad. That's a, okay. you know, it's a difference between just as good and bad. There's a lot of room in between. I'm, I'm nice, friendly, but I ain't giving them no time. I ain't giving them no money. I'm welcoming in, in my house to some degree. I'll never let some kids come to my house and, you know, whether um, other parents, other parents bring their kids over and, and my kid and I and they could go playing playing her room. I will never allow things like that because I would not want that done to me. I didn't like that as a kid. I didn't like I don't like people to be able to stay in her room when she not there. I didn't like it as a kid. No, I don't like it now. And I try to do that just because I didn't want to feel that way. It don't mean it always was correct. But sometimes you watching your mom or dad be extra nice to someone else. But if I was extra nice to everybody across the board, mm -hmm. it shouldn't have been a problem. It really should. Because then you couldn't say, well, mom, you treat this kid better than the other kid. I never. But see, that's the thing. You, I never cared about them kids like that to be able to say, well, hey, they need to all be the same way. Well, no. Treat them the way they treat you if they nice. Treat them nice, but your level of nice is different. You didn't let family, family cousins drive your cars, and you giving them, yeah, yeah, cousins, Mark and Trump. Well, they don't. my mama called, but that, uh, but that's my mama called. But I ain't never drove T. Brenda call like that. These are my feelings, and my feelings were that you know I didn't always like how I felt. At growing up like that sometimes, you know, and it's cool. And as a result, I just made sure to never want my daughter to think no. that don't mean it's a hundred percent the case, but you got to cater to the feeling piece of it, you know, so glad you brought that up, you know, and I know there's always love and that's true, but there's a balance. And I think you always have to cater to those who mean the most to you more than you would for those that are just regular you know not that there's good and bad but there's levels and i always want the people higher up on that level to never feel like i'm doing them less than someone the else the only difference in what you're saying is that my mother-in-law and father-in-law was like a, a dad and mom to me and i felt that 
but I never want to take from my own mom and dad and call them mom and dad. But they were beautiful and they treated me beautiful. So that's why I have a, I love everybody because how they embrace me, mm. you know. And I think that's great. I do. Don't get me wrong. The in-laws, everybody. Hey, you told me love don't mean all that. So I, you know, I, I hear you. You know, I, I get it. And if people doing for you, if they doing for yours, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to match that same energy. However, you know, growing up, no one was ever bad to us, but we weren't needy. So no one was doing anything while my mama got people who didn't need either, but they acted a little more needy at times. And my mom was supportive of some of those things. And us sitting back, me sitting back, and I'm like, like, well, he didn't need, he just wanted to use her car. He didn't need no money. He had money, but he took it. You know, it was little, just little things that it's like, okay, as a younger kid watching family and your mom, or you'd be like, oh, hey. And it was cool in the beginning when they come come pick you up because they come pick me up. That's how they do it. Well, let me, I'm going to come pick up your son. And he, I'm going to tag him along and get him out of the house. And, and you will go ahead and give him your car and give him a couple of dollars and for, for, for both of us and and yeah, in the beginning, I thought that was real cool. You get to get out and you kicking it. It's almost like a mini adult. And then you realize, you're like, wait, my mom being taken advantage of. We're really out and about doing a whole bunch of unnecessary things. And on her dime, that took out of my pocket a little bit, you know, to some degree, because it's like, okay, there's no abundance of money. It ain't like this unlimited. So there's always a cutoff piece. And so for me, I just always kind of saw it. Even if your sister came in town and we had to give up our rooms, I ain't like that. It ain't, you know, it's just certain things that I just, I'm big on, like, you know that about me. I'm big on loyalty. I'm big on ranking. You know, one, two, three, four. Ain't never one, one, two, two. There's always somebody come before somebody else on my list, you know, and it makes it easier to be able to make decisions and to handle people, especially if you got a conflict with multiple people involved. Now it's like, all right, well, who I'm riding with? If it gonna, if I gotta make a decision, I can't just fall away and put my hands up, you know. So, but I get it, you know. It's look, I think there's it's a great thing to have. I think it's a great thing to share with your grandkid. And I don't think there's one way to do something in life, and you know, I've definitely chosen to pick certain philosophies that work for me only because I want people to treat me a certain way, you know, and I think in order to do that, sometimes, you know, you get used and taken advantage of when you be so available and so accommodating unnecessarily, just because I'm being a good, good person. Sometimes you're being too good, you know, and, and, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. You get your blessings on the back end and, you know, God gonna always come back and gonna look out and all that is true. But I don't think God said be no fool either. So, you know, like I said, Ma, I appreciate you being on with me. I appreciate appreciate you giving us your insight. 
about, you know, how things used to be and how things are. You've always said it. It's not that different. And it's not, you know, and stuff that might change, come back around. You know, you get clothing styles and they go away. And next thing you know, bell bottoms back in style. You're like, you saw that on TV back in the 60s, 70s, you know, and now you, you know, some women still wearing stuff like that. And, you know, it's just everything comes full circle, you know, and people are the same, you know. So, like I said, Ma, I appreciate you joining us this week and happy Mother's Day. Thank you, son. Happy birthday. Thank you.